From KWCH 12 Eyewitness News, this is a Campaign 2020 Candidate Forum. And welcome to our Candidate Forum in the race for U.S. Senate. I am Michael Schwenke with KWCH, joined tonight by Melissa Bruner uh, from our partners up in Topeka, WIBW-TV, and Tom Shine, uh, once again back in the studio from KMUW Radio. Uh, welcome to those viewers up there in Topeka as well as the listeners over on KMUW. The candidates you will hear from tonight, Democrat Barbara Bollier and Republican Roger Marshall. We will start with one-minute opening statements from each candidate. Then we'll get into the questions, alternating who answers first each time. We will end with one minute closing statements and we have a lot to get to tonight, so let's get to it. We drew at random to see who goes first. We will start tonight with State Senator Barbara Bollier. Good evening, I'm Barbara Bollier. I'm a mom, a doctor, and a state senator. I went into medicine to improve people's lives and went into public service for the very same reason. In the legislature of Kansas, I was known as a leading advocate for fully funding public education, expanding affordable health care, balancing our budget, and keeping taxes low. I was a woman who stood up to both parties if that needed to be done, and was also willing to work with anyone as long as they were doing what was right for Kansas. And that's exactly what I'll do in the United States Senate. Roger Marshall is more about political fights. His attacks on me has been, have been described as misleading, deceitful, even. Bottom line is, I will be a U.S. Senator who will listen to you and advocate for you. I will be the voice of reason who will represent you in the United States Senate. Thank you, Congressman Roger Marshall, your opening statement. I'm a fifth generation farm kid born and raised in Butler County where my dad later became the chief of police for 25 years. I became a first generation college student and my American dream was to become a doctor. My wife and I got married 37 years ago, two weeks before medical school and after medical school residency and seven years in the Army Reserve, we moved to Great Bend, Kansas where we delivered over 5,000 babies, raised four of our own and now we have two grandsons and one on the way. I'm running to make sure that our kids and grandkids have the same shot at the American dream that we've had. I'm running to keep your families healthy, safe, and secure. I'm running to bring jobs back. I'm running to protect Kansas values, values like confirming Supreme Court justice like Amy Coney Barrett, protecting our constitutional rights, protecting our Second Amendment, protecting the sanctity of life. I'm running to make sure that we have a strong military, a strong police, and secure borders. I'm Dr. Roger Marshall, and I'm asking for your vote on November the 3rd. Candidates, thank you. Let's get right to the questions. Just today, the Senate Judiciary Committee advanced Judge Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the U.S. Supreme Court. Happening so close to a presidential election, there has been talk of changes to the Supreme Court from term limits to even expanding the number of justices. Would you support any changes to the makeup of the Supreme Court? We'll go to State Senator Barbara Boyer. Real easy answer, no. Uh, the Supreme Court should not be politicized, and I have no interest in expanding the number of judges on the court. Thank you. Congressman Roger Marshall, your response. Of course I'm not in favor of packing the court. Neither is my party, neither is anybody in my party. But my opponent's party is very extreme on this. Joe Biden doesn't give us an answer. Chuck Schumer, who would, she would be our first vote for us, promised that he would pack the court. And let me explain why they want to pack the court. They want extreme judges that would rubber stamp their unconstitutional laws. Laws that would take away our freedoms of speech, 
our freedoms of religion that would take away our Second Amendment and the sanctity of life. I'm going to make sure that we can stand up to those folks and make sure that we protect the composition of the court exactly like it is. And by the way, Amy Coney Barrett is exactly what the doctor ordered. She represents everything about Kansas values that we think is important. Thank you for our next question. We go to WIBW's Melissa Bruner. Melissa. Given Wednesday night's word from national security officials that Russia and Iran are actively trying to influence U.S. elections, how confident are you in the accuracy of November's election results and what further scrutiny should they be given? Congressman Marshall. Right, so I've been to several uh, secure briefings, so I have to be, be uh, careful how I answer this question. Uh, but we've been working on this for four years now. We've allocated uh, over a billion dollars to make sure our elections are more secure. I'm very confident in our, in our Kansas elections, and that's just want to make sure that you all are confident. It's so important that you go out and vote. The polling booths are open right now, so you can go to, to any city now and you, you can vote early if you'd like to. So I have confidence in the Kansas votes, maybe not so much in some of the Democrats, Democrat-led led states, but, but what's important and what I can control is right here in Kansas. I have complete confidence in the Kansas voting process. Thank you. State Senator Boyer. Thank you for that really important question. It is so, so important to all of us that we have the opportunity to vote and vote safely. I am very confident as well in our system here in Kansas. I've been very pleased to be able to tell people uh, as I go around the state that they can have confidence that their ballot will be counted and that by using the U.S. Postal Service they can be con uh, know that their vote will get in. Uh, for those like I did, you can vote early uh, and get your ballot put into a box. And bottom line, our, our uh, Secretary of State, Scott Schwab, I think is doing an excellent job and I have every confidence in the state that your vote will be counted and counted well. Thank you. Our next question from KMUW's Tom Shine. Tom. We've seen much debate over the response to the coronavirus pandemic at the federal level. What would be one thing in the response to COVID-19 that you would keep and what is one thing you would change? State Senator Boyer. You know, I have been really disappointed in the federal response. So the first thing that I would change is that they would work together to get something coordinated and, and actually follow a plan like wearing masks, unlike my opponent who has run around the state without one on. We need safety and protection. Uh, the things that I would keep in place, of course, we need to have PPP, uh, paycheck protection loans available to people. We need our Congress to come together to actually vote for another plan. But I am so pleased when they will work together to get help to the people. Uh, that, that's enough, thank you. Thank you, Congressman uh, Marshall, your response. Our efforts have resulted in the saving of thousands of Kansans jobs, as well as thousands of Kansans lives. I want the people of Kansas to know that since the end of January, I was the first member of Congress to walk on the House floor and say, we've got a problem here. And since that day, I've been working day and night to make sure that we have vaccines and new therapeutics, that we have new testing as well. We now have new testing, the point of care testing in every nursing home in the entire state. Then beyond that, the economy, our pay pay paycheck protection program saved over 500,000 Kansas jobs and the unemployment insurance gave us great benefit as well. But what we have to be careful of here is that the Democrats have promised they would shut down the economy if there's any uptick. And I think that's the question for Barbara. Would you shut down the economy? Would you keep our kids from going to school if we have an uptick in the virus? 
There's confusion among the public about whom to trust when it comes to the coronavirus. President Trump just this week called doctors like Anthony Fauci, quote, a disaster. Do you believe information coming from agencies like the Centers for Disease Control and people, people like Dr. Fauci? And, and do you trust them to help make decisions about the response? Congressman Marshall. So look, as, as a physician, I've taken care of thousands of people with the virus. And what we know is that that virus changes and, it, and for every person it's a little differently. And especially for OB folks when they have a virus, it's so difficult. I know I get frustrated with the CDC. Just today they changed another one of their, of their rules as well. But what I believe is that people in Kansas know what's best for ourselves. We should respect the virus, but we can't let it control us. And we sure can't let it shut down the economy again. Shutting down the economy has killed more people than the virus ever ever will, whether it's uh, through suicides, substance abuse, increased number of people with metastatic cancer since they didn't get the test done before. So that's what, what the issue is. There has to be a balance. We have to respect the virus, but we cannot let it overtake us and overrule our lives. State Senator Boyer, your response? You know, numbers are skyrocketing in this state. It is tragic to watch, and we just look at Norton County with 10 dead and all people in a nursing home ill with the disease. We need to follow public health guidelines as directed by Dr. Fauci and our CDC. And we have a U.S. Senate candidate going around the state saying not to worry as our numbers climb up. We know that flu deaths are 0.1% and COVID deaths are 0.5%. That's five times the death rate. We need to protect one another. We need to follow public health guidelines. Yes, about what's closest on the ground, like Dr. Lee Norman and our governor, but bottom line, we can do better and we need leaders who will lead. Thank you. Thank you. Melissa Bruner with WIBW. You've mentioned the economy already, and we do continue to see individuals and businesses struggle during the pandemic. Amid continued debate about a new stimulus package, what kind of stimulus package, if any, what you, would you support and what are you comfortable spending? State Senator Boyer. Thank you. One of my greatest wishes right now is that our Congress, both sides, uh, Senate, House, and both parties would come together and compromise. We know we need help. We need more Paycheck Protection Program loans. We need unemployment benefits. We need money going to our schools so that our teachers can teach and our kids can have access to the internet. We need opportunities for our local governments to get enhanced with, because we know because of COVID, their, their revenues have diminished significantly. And how else are they gonna pay for things like police protection, et cetera? So I am really eager for our, our Congress to come together. We need to elect people who are willing to work across party lines and get help to the people. Congressman Marshall, your response. Yeah, I'm proud of the package that we've already done. The Paycheck Protection Program has saved 500,000 Kansas jobs. And this next round of relief should have more Paycheck Protection Program money in it as well. Liability protection is extremely important. And the liberal Democrats, the extreme Democrats, refuse to have any type of liability protection. We need some more money in the unemployment insurance. Here we are in Sedgwick County, still 8% of the people are unemployed. But the good news, the rest of the state, many of the counties have 3 or 4% unemployment. Um, so, so those are a few of the things that, that we need to do. Mostly what we can't afford to do though is shut down the economy. We cannot let this virus rule over our lives. And I guess my question for, for you, Barbara, is why did you not support your own governor's relief package to help out Kansans as well? Time is up right now. We're going to take a short break. You're watching a campaign 2020 candidate forum in the race for US Senate. We'll be right back. 
Well, welcome back to our forum in the race for U.S. Senate in partnership with WIBW-TV in Topeka, KMUW Radio as well. For our next question, we go to WIBW's Melissa Bruner. Melissa. This has been a very active campaign. Both of you have had many ads from your own campaigns, outside interest groups. We've heard a lot from them as well. So we want to give you a chance to respond to some of those. What do you consider the most inaccurate characterization made of you or your position and why? Congressman Marshall. Well, Melissa, to be honest, I don't look at the attack ads on me, so I haven't seen all of them. Certainly probably the most notes on our Facebook, though, is about the hospital, the community hospital that I'm so proud of that we built in, in Great Bend. That, that uh, the ownership of, of our previous hospital uh, was, was sold, to, to was actually given away to other companies, finally to a third company, and this multi-billion dollar company uh, left, our left our community without quality health care. So we built a quality uh, hospital, so proud of it, so proud of all the doctors and the nurses, and the community have made it one of the best hospitals in the state. Uh, but we did not profit off it as far as selling it. We sold it uh, before, I had, to, I had to give out my share of the property before uh, that was all done as well. Uh, so it was all, all lies and more lies, but that's that's the way this game is played. State Senator Boyer, your response. You know, sadly, <laughs> there's too many to count. Basically, every single ad has been misrepresented, misleading. Uh, my opponent has decided to run on being deceptive, misleading. He's even his ads have been described as slimy. For me, I am running this race on honesty and integrity. I won't even let them put an ugly picture of the man uh, or misrepresent because you deserve better, Kansans. What he's doing, he's hiding the fact that he will not stand up to expand health care for you and give you access. He wants to take away uh, pre-existing condition protections and do things he's voted against expanding uh, the ability to uh, advocate for uh, negotiating for drug prices uh, through Medicare. So it speaks for itself. Thank you. Our next question from Tom Shine. We've seen abortion become a central issue in many campaign ads, and you two have staked out distinct anti-abortion and pro-abortion rights positions. For Congressman Marshall, is there any situation in which you think abortion should be allowed? And State Senator Bollier, are there any limits that should be placed on abortion rights? We begin with State Senator Bollier. You know, these are very difficult, very heart-wrenching decisions that women sometimes find themselves in. And I have always, always stood up for the private physician-patient relationship with women. I have also stood up to make sure that women who are the victims of rape, incest, or their lives might be at risk should be protected and have that choice. My opponent would like to take those away. Uh, we have uh, law in place right now in, in Kansas that protects women. It regulates abortion centers, makes sure that people have uh, all kinds of information about the choice they might make. And I stand behind those rules right now, those laws, and would say that bottom line is I trust women to make their own decisions. Congressman Marshall, your response. I respect abortions being done in the case of incest, rape, and the life of the mother, though I want every Kansan to know that I value every life. This is personal for me. 
You don't deliver 5,000 babies without just having a special appreciation uh, for the sanctity of life. And I never dreamed I would be in the halls of Congress fighting harder, protect newborn babies and unborn babies than I did as an obstetrician. My opponent on the other end is extreme on this issue. She believes in, in late-term dismemberment abortion. She has an F minus rating with Kansans for Life. I have an A plus rating. I'm endorsed by Kansans for Life, national right to life. She believes in abortion at any time, and I assume that she would even use federal funds for abortion as well. With the potential for the Affordable Care Act to be struck down by the Supreme Court and much criticism over the affordability of, and coverage of health care here in the United States, how do you think health care should be improved and what specifically would you include? Congressman Marshall. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to take care of pre-existing conditions. And every, every day I work on this, I think we've got some great, great solutions. Folks need to realize that the ACA still left 28 million people without health care. And I think we have a better solution for that. I have never voted against pre-existing conditions unless there was a poison pill in that le legislation. What listeners need to know is both Democrats and Republicans want to repeal the ACA. What the Democrats want to replace it for, a government option, Medicaid expansion, Medicare for all, call it whatever you want to, but it's going to dilute the health care that seniors get. It's going to take health care away from veterans. It's going to push you out of the insurance you get through your job. That's extreme. Kansans do not want that. Kansans want more choices. I'm promising to empower patients to give you more choices and put you in control of your health care. State Senator Bollier. Wow. Once again, such misleading things. Uh, first of all, he has voted against pre protection of pre-existing conditions every single time he's voted to end the Affordable Care Act with nothing to replace it. Also, my opponent has stood against expanding Medicaid in the state, which is what 80% of Kansans want, and we need 150,000 people would be covered. One of the things I would like to see us do in a new bill is be able to negotiate for pharmaceutical prices through Medicare. My opponent has voted no. We must work together. I will keep private insurance in place, would support having a public option buy-in, and continue with the option to expand Medicaid, which we desperately need for our rural communities. We've seen the issue of guns come up for debate in this race. How do you balance protecting people's Second Amendment rights while also finding ways to reduce gun violence? Back to you, State Senator Boyer. To be clear, another misleading attack. I have always stood for the Second Amendment and support it vigorously. But we have problems with gun violence in this country. It is a public health crisis. So what can we do? Let's start with background checks. We can agree that those are something that needs to be in place. We also know that, uh, like for me, I grew up hunting and my dad taught me safety is the number one issue. So let's make sure that our guns are stored safely. You will see a misleading ad that says that I would want to take all guns away. I support the Second Amendment. I would like to go for all of us to have the option to be able to use our weapons as needed and be protected. Congressman Marshall, your response. My opponent calls confiscating weapons an amazing thing. 
an amazing thing. She has an F minus rating with the NRA. She's voted against every legislation she's had the opportunity to, to con control guns. Listen, the Second Amendment is what protects the First Amendment. I had a young lady grab me the other day in her 30s and said, look, I don't own a gun. I'm never going to own a gun. Why is this important to me? Look, this is the flagship amendment that protects the rest of them. It's so important. This is why I'm going to Congress. I'm going to be in the Senate, is to protect our God-given constitutional rights, including protecting the right to bear arms as well. My opponent, on the other hand, wants to confiscate your weapons. You can go to our Twitter or Facebook right now. You can hear the video. You're Yourself here saying that the confiscating weapons is an amazing thing. Another question now from Tom Shine. Tom? There are calls from many on both sides for changes when it comes to law enforcement and the justice system. Is the current system equitable for everyone and what would you change? We will go to 30 seconds to answer this question. Congressman Marshall. Well, certainly there's opportunities for improvement, and that's why I've been working with the chiefs of police and the sheriffs and the highway patrol. But as the son of the chief of police, I'm always going to see this through the eyes of the police officers, and 99.9% .9 of them are the greatest people in the world. My opponent wants to take your arms, defund the police, and leave Kansans helpless. That is, that is extreme by anybody's books, and we can't allow that to happen. We have to stand up for our police and I just want the men and women in blue, I want every one of you to know that I will always have your back and always help support you to help keep Kansans safe. State Senator Boyer. I have a very long record of standing with law enforcement to make sure they're funded and able to function well in this state. And again, misleading false information. Yes, we have a system that is not always equitable, and we need to listen to our black brothers and sisters, brown brothers and sisters who have said it is not done the same way towards them. We should have justice for all, and we can do that. We should start by getting a bill so that we can actually get money to our uh, local government so they can fund our police. Let's work together to get that done. We'll go back to Melissa Bruno with WIBW. If he wins in November, Joe Biden has promised increasing taxes on high income earners, $400,000 a year. And changes are down the line for President Trump's tax cuts. They're set to expire after 2025. So would you support a tax increase on those upper income brackets or an extension of President Trump's tax plan? We'll also have 30 seconds for this. State Senator Boyer. Interesting question. Um, I do not support the Biden tax plan, to be clear, and I will not be voting for a Biden tax plan. I see things in the Trump tax plan that I like, like the, uh, I'm blanking, standard deduction, double, doubling the standard deduction, thank you. Uh, but uh, I didn't like that it added a trillion dollars to our deficit, and so I think that we need to get together and uh, have tax, taxes that are fair to all, especially for our middle class, which is a history of what I've done in the Kansas legislature. Congressman Marshall, your response. Our Tax Cut and Jobs Act gave us the greatest economy of my lifetime. The average Kansan family got to keep $2,000 more of their hard-earned money. Joe Biden, the Democrat Party, Chuck Schumer, have promised to get rid of those tax cuts. And that's so extreme. And my, my, my opponent has chosen to leave the Republican Party to become a Democrat. She did that after they came out with their Medicare for All, their Green New Deal. And this is because they represent her values. They represent her extreme values. Of course, I'm going to keep the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act around. It was very successful. Candidates closing statements after a short break. You are watching a campaign 2020 candidate forum in the race for U.S. Senate.
Welcome back to our candidate forum in the race for U.S. Senate. It is time for closing statements from our candidates. We go in reverse order from opening statements. So we begin with Congressman Roger Marshall. Tonight and in her commercials, Barbara Boyer pretends to be a moderate and independent, but her votes and views are extreme. She calls confiscating weapons an amazing thing. She believes and supports late-term abortion. She wants to give Supreme Court judges a religious test. She's too extreme for Kansas. A vote for Barbara Boyer is a vote for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I've been fighting for Kansas values my whole life. In the military, on the OB floor, in the halls of Congress, if you send me to the Senate, I'll keep fighting. Fighting for Kansans to keep you safe, healthy, and secure. Fighting to get your jobs back. Fighting to protect Kansas values, like protecting our constitutional rights, protecting our Second Amendment, protecting the sanctity of life. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I'm Dr. Roger Marshall, and I'm asking you would vote for me on November the 3rd. Thank you, State Senator Barbara Boyer. Thank you for sharing time with us this evening. And to be clear, I value honesty and integrity. These are difficult times. Many of you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders right now. There is so much uncertainty, but one thing is certain. We need a legislator, a state, United States Senator, who will look at the facts, do what's right for Kansas, and get values represented in the United States Senate. That's exactly what I've done my entire career, and that's why over one, nearly 100 Republicans and Senator Nancy Kassebaum have endorsed my candidacy. My opponent is quite different. He won't stand up to his own party, and he has even worked for legislation for his own personal gain. Kansans deserve better. I ask for your vote tonight, and I say good night and Godspeed. Thank you. I'd like to thank our partners in tonight's forum, Tom Shine, KMUW Radio, and the Kansas News Service, as well as Melissa Bruner from our sister station up in Topeka, WIBW-TV. Uh, again, thank you for watching. A big thank you to the candidates again, Barbara Boyer and Roger Marshall. Early voting already underway across Kansas, Election Day Tuesday, November 3rd. Thanks for joining us.